0: We are in the middle of a series on the Ten Commandments, and we're going to continue with that today. It is, in fact, as we're recording this, uh, Christmas week. So we certainly, uh, Randy, want to wish all of our listeners, our alumni, our friends, our colleagues uh, a very Merry Christmas and uh, a Happy New Year. Well, Mark, I'm really glad that
1: you mentioned that because uh, we had the conversation yesterday uh, in the fact that we have busy busy travel schedules this holiday season and next week which will be the the wednesday in between christmas and new year's Mm -hmm. um we're going to take a holiday break and uh and not have a show next week so with that in mind it gives us the opportunity to tell our listeners in advance that uh, next week we'll be skipping next week just like the Mm -hmm. the uh the the shows on TV where the late, pretty, night. the late night shows on TV where they take a quick hiatus. Uh, we're going to take a one week hiatus next week, but uh, brings us to today and two days in front of Christmas Day. We're going to bring you Commandment number five: Honor your father and your mother.
0: Well, you know God's timing is perfect, and uh, I think one of the the main things we uh, we confront at holidays that sometimes makes the uh, holidays, uh, stressful is that we're going to be with family, extended family. And, uh, for those of us in recovery, particularly in the early, I don't know, let me say two, three years, uh, we have been in the process in recovery of, uh, understanding some of the things that may have happened to us or not happened to us in childhood. And so we, exploration of, um, you know mistakes i think would be our way of putting it that you know parents are uh, capable of making and um and and so it does uh, for a lot of our guys that are currently active and working with us right now it makes going home with some of these new awarenesses you know a little bit more difficult during this time so uh, i just want to pause for a moment i guess i'm getting a little emotional thinking about it that uh, you know our prayers are with you, God is with you um, and this commandment is with you that uh, there are ways to enjoy the holidays uh with your family and you know our ampersand here uh, and uh, um, also be aware that uh, there were some things that did or did not happen when you were growing up that probably affected you in terms of how you think about yourself, the world, relationships, and so forth so those two those two don't need to cancel each other out and we know that it's a difficult time
1: well at the same time we experience the the stresses that are involved in uh, if your children as a, they are in your case they're spread around the country right. and so then you look at trying uh, to see them all, uh, a sense of fair play in who you're seeing, right. sometimes even in what order you're seeing your kids right. uh, matters in the eyes of the kids. Uh, right. And yet at the same time, your desire, you know, is that each of them are treated with the special nature that that, right. uh, that your heart holds for them. Right. Uh, we both are dealing with uh, the challenges of where our kids may be currently, you know, right. Uh Our youngest is in Florida still at Walt Disney World Mm -hmm. and won't be home for Christmas. Uh, But uh, we'll be home shortly after that, but we'll have just a brief stay at home before heading back to Iowa State. Um, You are going to make it work for you and Deb to see your oldest son, John, uh, who will be the voice of the Hokies as they are in a bowl game uh, down in Louisiana. So um, It's the first
0: Christmas for me in the state of Louisiana. Well, let's mark that on the calendar. Then. Well, it's quite a historic <laughs> occasion, uh, and uh, to any of our listeners in Louisiana, we're looking forward to going down there. It's uh, but you're right, Randy. I mean, we're kind of in that uh, uh, in between stage where uh, we have one set of parents, Debbie's, that are still alive, and we do want to honor them um, by getting to see them, uh, and uh, so we're going to see them on New Year's Day. Actually, we're flying into Chicago. But, yes, in the meantime, uh, John, you know, was the luck of how they finished their season and what bowl they got selected in. And the bowl is on December 26th, and they had to fly there uh, today, which is the 23rd. And so he was going to be kind of stuck in the uh, uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana, for the Independence Bowl. And, you know, there's a lot of festivities surrounding that. And, you know, uh, we said, well, we'll... Uh, we'll take christmas down there to him and that's what we're doing and and you're right i mean i think uh you know we have uh a daughter and, and her family in ames iowa and uh we're going to eventually get to see them but i think basically all of this is pointing to is that uh, uh maybe one way to summarize it is family is hard there's yeah. a lot of days when family is hard and if we're doing the right thing and and uh, uh trying to Uh, be kind to each other and and serve the Lord and, and do the right thing. Uh, we're not necessarily, you know, going to please everybody all of the time. It
1: that task becomes more and more obvious to us the older we get. We are still in that sandwich generation where our kids mm-hmm. uh, are a top of the list uh, priority for us. Meanwhile, we still have parents alive uh, who we uh, dearly love and want to show our respect and uh, right. attention to. And that led me and, uh, and my wife on a 500-mile round trip uh, to, uh, to see my mom last weekend right. uh, so that we could deliver Christmas gifts. Right. Uh, and then uh, scheduling-wise... Uh, needed to turn right around and drive back here to be uh, back here for what coincidentally was the Faithful and True Christmas Party, which was well worth the turnaround. Yeah, was, so, you know, it was a wonderful time for everybody, and it was wonderful seeing my mom. So all that being said, it's kind of a
0: really unique and ironic time yeah.
1: for us to be talking about this commandment.
0: Well, I think, you know, your mother and uh, your father is, of course, uh, uh, not with us and uh, was, is with God. and. Uh, my parents are long gone and uh and i think you know we're it's really hard uh for those of us that have aging parents whose uh mental capacities are you know not what they once were but and i think one of the ways we honor them though is uh to be uh children who visit and and uh take care of their needs and try to provide the best possible care for them and that kind of thing and we're saying again, ampersand, that it you know that can also be very stressful.
1: Yeah, it it was
0: it was uh, heartwarming and heartbreaking. Yeah, I can see it all over you right now. It's very, I I I'm your brother in that one because I know what this is like. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's move ahead in
1: this as we uh, as we get into to uh, commandment number five. Y- you mentioned before we started the show. You said, "Wow, this is one of the shortest commandments. It gets right, right to the heart of the matter." What, what's yeah. w- What's funny about it? You and I are both traditional guys. I mean, we're just a couple of years yeah. apart, but we were born. Born and raised in that era where respect for your parents in most households right.
0: that was right up at the top of the list, you know well, I think it still is in a lot of households yeah well it 's not something that's completely died uh, We had a guy uh, last night in our Tuesday night group that was talking about uh, an incident that happened at an ice cream shop. Uh, too long a story, but you know, basically, his message to his son is: you need to respect me as your father. So I'm not sure that idea has completely died. Um, I think one of the things uh, that we need to to hone in on here a little bit is, you know, what does the word honor mean? I mean, what? Uh, how do we do that? Uh, what are some of the important things for us to think about there?
1: Well, nowadays I have observed, because you're right, it, it d- does depend on family to family. Uh, and I'm a big believer in respecting your your parents, as right. you should. And there seems to have been a more recent days mm-hmm. uh, passing of kids. I don't know whether it's taking their parents for granted, but there's a there's a comfort level, and I, I've never been a... Big fan of while the kids are living in your home and you're raising them. I don't like this first name reference to mom and dad. You know, calling
0: oh, mom and dad by their first by names. their first
1: names and and yeah.
0: that kind of thing. It's right. like
1: no, I I think there ought to be a level here of uh, of due respect for your, for your parents. They have sacrificed and given greatly to uh, mm-hmm. to the kids and their upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny uh, referring to. Both uh, you and I have a love of uh, of movies and TV shows, and yet we grew up in that era where we were exposed to things like Father Knows Best. Right. Um, you know, even something uh, that you might not uh, think of at first glance, but even watching the Western Bonanza. You know, Ben Cartwright, as, as the head of that household, uh, most definitely had the respect of his three sons. Right. You know, and yeah. to, wa- to watch any of those old episodes there was usually a message woven in there that was supporting that level of respect that uh, a parent deserves.
0: Well, I think, you know, even as I think back on some of those shows, you know, they were interesting in that, uh, 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 like Father Knows Best and, you know, Bonanza. Leave it to Beaver. Donna Reed, yeah, all of those. I think one of the things that was was an element of those shows is that the fathers um, occasionally made mistakes, and they were willing to admit it. Right. Uh, they were willing to own it. And uh, for those of us that are fathers uh, and or mothers, uh, I do think that's one of the elements of uh, healthy parenting. That's one of the ways of kind of honoring our children is is uh, when we perceive at least that we've made mistakes, you know, is to uh, own that, admit that, and so forth. But uh, maybe that's not a bad place to take a break because I think we can segue from that. Into what that might mean as we look toward our parents, uh, in terms of honoring them. Perfect timing. Once again, you're
1: you're you're a seasoned pro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Got to keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Okay, in that case, you are listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program. We'll be right back. Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. We have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at faithfulandtrue.com to learn more. That's faithfulandtrue.com. Time now for the trigger of the week.
0: Trigger of the Week, uh, Randy, we were down in uh, Miami and we met a lot of great uh, friends down there and uh, new friends and old friends, alumni and so forth. And uh, one of the men came up to us at some point and was interested uh, to know if we would uh, be open to him sending some triggers to us, and he did that. Uh, One of the ones that he sent, I'm going to modify a little bit, so if he's listening, he will know that I've modified it a little bit. But uh, the trigger is... uh, that sometimes in the early uh, days, weeks, months, years of recovery, there's going to be people in our lives uh, from spouses to accountability partners to friends to others that um, are going to question us, are going to doubt perhaps the sincerity of whether we're telling the truth and even up to uh, the point of doubting the, uh, the uh, truthfulness of uh, the fact that we're actually sober. I remember an email that I received once from uh, somebody uh, in North Carolina. Not that that makes any difference, but uh, he said uh, I was reading in your book or listening to one of your speeches or whatever it was, and you were claiming to be sober for X amount of years. Uh, you must be lying. Uh, there's nobody in this, you know, addiction or this sin that is completely sober, that is completely free of this. I just can't accept that and uh you must therefore not be telling the truth. And uh I remember being triggered by that. You know, it's like any time somebody uh challenges our questions
1: your character. Yeah, I
0: think it's a question of character, it's a question of honesty, which is about character, your integrity, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway the the uh the uh, trigger of the week is anyone in your life that questions your honor and integrity or honesty well
1: that's really unique in the standpoint that we are always promoting and encouraging the men out there, the majority of our listeners, to have accountability partners, not just one right. you know but a number of them that you can turn to, and so then you once you've digested and understood the 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 need and importance of one, mm-hmm. this is like the flip-flop side of that is if you have accountability partners, what if you do have accountability partners that don't believe in your honesty?
0: Right. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're talking again about that fine line. I mean, you want your accountability partners to challenge you and uh, to confront you if they perceive that you're not living in integrity um, and at the same time, uh, you're not... I think what was happening with this guy that I was talking about... Is that he was basically projecting his frustration with himself onto me. It's like, I've been so frustrated trying to be sober, I cannot bring myself to believe that anyone else could have achieved some level of victory over this. And uh, so we have to be careful. It's a fine line. We do want guys to be honest with us, but there are ways of even putting that. You know, uh, I'm having a perception um, that. Uh, you might not be telling the truth about this, or some of the things that I've seen you doing lately have caused me to have some fear or anxiety about you know whether or not you're truly sober. I think the way uh, there's a way to own this as a perception, but not a hard and fast reality. Um, you're a liar. You must be a liar you because know.
1: I'm having so much trouble with that yeah, same issue. Right. You can't possibly be telling the truth. Telling the
0: truth. So you know, however, our listeners are relating to this one. Uh, I would just say that uh it it can be a trigger uh when there are people in our lives that that doubt who we are and doubt what we're doing.
1: And we do greatly appreciate uh, the the email that this friend of ours sent us from Miami with this right. uh, recommendation because he's right. Uh, you and I from time to time have invited our listeners. When you think of a or experience uh, a great trigger, please submit that to us because we do try to keep it fresh uh, every week as we do these podcasts right. and uh, it's right. not always easy to come up with something that we haven't addressed in the past. So thank you very much for that right let's get back to today's show in which' we're, we're discussing commandment number five to honor your father and your mother
0: yeah, so um, I think we're you know on the right track that you know uh, god's commandments, all of them uh, all of the time, one of the themes of our series has been that god's purpose in giving us these commandments are to draw us closer in terms of dependence on him and uh, in right relationship with our parents, our neighbors, you know, our children. And we're going to come to some of the commandments about not coveting your neighbor's stuff and stuff. So there, it's all part of a theme. God is telling us what to do and what not to do uh, in order to help us feel safer in a way, to help us feel more uh, completely loved and dependent upon Him. So Um, I I think whenever we approach whatever commandment, we need to remember the central truth that these are for our best interests. Well, Um, one of the central truths,
1: as you say that, that comes to my mind is how relevant these Ten Commandments still are in our world and in our lives
0: today. Yeah. So the, the thing about honoring parents, I said that, you know, we may need to talk for a minute about honor. Well, not a minute. I think that's kind of the central part of this.
1: I've never heard you talk about anything for a minute well,
0: thank you. That's probably true. But so, well, it's because you're a prolific conversationalist. Well, sometimes, uh, <laughs> but depends on who I'm talking to. Randy, <laughs> there are some there are some conversations that are best left
1: short. Yeah, that is true. That's true.
0: So, anyway, um, I do think that what you know, I'm tr- I'm try- uh, trying to say as we were introducing the topic is that there are those of us, particularly in the early years of recovery that are in pain about some mistakes that our parents made. I, I think the commandment does not mean that we don't have to understand those mistakes. We don't have to, uh, we, or we can't think about or talk about uh, the mistakes that were made, the effect it had on us. Uh, I think it's possible in loving ways to you know, even have conversations with our parents about it, uh, um, not in angry ways, not in confrontational ways, but I do think uh this commandment does not mean that uh we can't think about those things. In fact, you know when I think about the word honor, I think one of the ways to honor another person is to talk to them in love about mistakes that they might be making, and so I think you could honor a parent by you know just opening up a conversation about. You know some of your history in life and some of the mistakes that were made. I think that's that can be honoring, uh, because any time we tell the truth to another person, I think that's a way of honoring that person. If well, we lie to them, that's not honoring them.
1: No, and even choosing the tone of voice that you use. I think of our parents as they are in uh, their time of life and when you see a certain situation in which they are due to make a decision and we may have a different perspective on what the challenge is there, you know, and kind of lovingly say, well, let's look at this whole issue before you make your decision, you know, and instead of trying to dictate what their response will be, kind of guide them through um, a rational, loving discussion of the issue to help them come to you know right. what everybody agrees is is a a fair and wise decision.
0: Right. So, uh, let's accept that. You know, in certain seasons, you know, you can have some difficulty. You can have awareness of the mistakes. You can have some anger about it. That is not dishonor dishonoring. I I I really have struggled with this one a lot over the last uh, now almost thirty years. Uh, My parents, as I think our listeners know, who have regularly listened to the show, you know, my dad and mom, you know, they certainly uh, made mistakes. And, uh, you know, there have been times in my life when I have been profoundly impacted by those mistakes. There's been times when I've been incredibly angry about those mistakes. There's been times when I've been incredibly sad about those mistakes. And there have been times, uh, historically, when I did talk to my parents about those mistakes. So... I think, you know, one of the things we're saying today is that we can we can think these things, have those feelings, and that's not dishonoring. That might be actually honoring. But now I want to move on to what I think is central to this teaching, and that is that uh, one of the things I recognized early on um, is that, uh, you know, my parents... You'll notice even how I've been referring to it today. Parents make mistakes. And one of the things that I... Uh, uh, knew early on in my own recovery is that you know my very sexual sins were you know mistakes and and egregious acts of betrayal that I that I had committed against Debbie and also committed against my children now I've gone to all of them many many times and apologized and owned that but I need to start by by remembering that I myself am an earthly father that has made lots of mistakes I think we're better off when we, we when we start there when we come to this commandment. At some point, that allowed me to to recognize that that uh, I think the shortest way to put it for today is that my my parents uh, did make some mistakes and they were doing the best that they knew how to do. When I accepted that and opened that door, um, what it allowed me to walk through. Is an investigation or an understanding of uh, their childhood and uh, the mistakes uh, that were made by my grandparents and Of course, you know one of the teachings that shows up here that we talked about in uh, uh, an earlier commandment is the sins of the father are you know uh, uh, passed down to the third and fourth generation, so you know part of my being able to honor my mother and father was a recognition that they were doing the best that they could given what they had been given or given what they had experienced or given what they had not received when they were growing up. And, you know, I started exploring uh, some of the history of uh, them that I knew about with my grandparents. And then I also had some tidbits of information about my great-grandparents. And, you know, I think what eventually happened is um, that uh, I came to a place of, you know, more deep understanding about, you know, why they were the way they were, and uh it brought me to a place of uh you know, deeper compassion for them. And uh I think even though uh in my father's case at least he was never able to come to me and own his own stuff, you know, I was certainly able to forgive him. And I think that one of the most honoring things that we do for for our parents those of us in recovery for sure is that at some point we continue our journey of, uh, of understanding, healing, compassion uh, for, and uh, forgiveness? And so one of the ways to honor anybody actually, I think, is uh, uh, to recognize uh, maybe the harm they've done, and uh, when we are finished, you know grieving and being angry about it, you know getting to a place where we can forgive them
1: that strikes me as a task that is um parallel to stopping the dominoes while they're falling right. it's like right. there are these sins of the fathers that go back uh, several right. generations oh. and by the time that you understand and and you wrap your arms around it and you know that through love and acceptance and all, right. you know you're going to stop that endless stream of dominoes from falling right. and especially when you're trying to uh uh Protect your sons.
0: Right, that's exactly it, and uh, that is exactly it. And uh, we we could trigger ourselves right <laughs> when it comes to our our two sons. You have two sons, and we have two sons. So it's a you know it's a hard topic sometimes. Um, I think you know what I'm coming to is that uh, honoring our parents is uh, is uh, in full knowledge of the fact that they made mistakes. You know, uh, being able to uh, uh, honor them by having compassion for them by understanding them by, by forgiving them and then i think as even as we're talking about this and it is developing um, that is in fact the way we break the cycle there you go yeah there you go right there yeah we trust god and we trust god to be in charge not us and uh, we 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 lean on god he has forgiven us Uh, Who are we to be but forgiving people?
1: As well. Um,
0: That says it all, and
1: we, we hope that today's message will be one that you can take with you into this holiday season. And as you are dealing with uh, with parents and children and everyone in between, I hope that uh, our message today has, uh, has been beneficial to you. You have been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. I'm Randy Everett, your co-host, and we thank you once again for being loyal listeners of the Men of Valor program. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate the great comments that we hear from you. And uh, we hope that this coming week will bring you a joyous Christmas with those that you love and that the coming weeks ahead of us will bring us into a new year, a great
0: year of hope, and a great year of vision. You've been listening to the Men of Valor program with Dr. Mark Laser. For information about this program or to learn more about Faithful and True, visit us at faithfulandtrue.com. That's faithfulandtrue.com.